after what seemed like an eternity, the Jacksonville Jaguars finally made their pick after two trade downs in the first round. I'll tell you all about it on this postcast, special edition of Locked on Jaguars. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for joining me, Tony Wiggins, here on a special edition of Locked On Jaguars, a post-draft postcast. I'm live from TIA Bankfield with the Jacksonville Jaguars have made their first selection. We'll get into that in just a second. We are greatly appreciative of you joining us here uh, tonight on Locked On Jaguars and making us your first listen because it's your team every day. Also reminding you that we're free on our YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe for free on the YouTube page and hit that like button as well as wherever you get your podcast every single day, make sure you go and check. So you do not miss an episode of locked on Jaguars. Listen, man, it took a while, took a while, two trade backs and the Jaguars were able to get a fourth, fifth and a sixth round pick. GM Trent Balky says they'll probably use those picks when asked whether they'll use those picks to move back up as currency to move back up to some of the sweet spots and address some of their other needs. He definitely said that that was a possibility, but the pick in the first round was one of the magnificent seven that I spoke about early this week on the podcast is Anton Smith, a tackle from Oklahoma. They really like him. They uh, mentioned playing the dangerous game, moving back and they had some more opportunities move to move back. A lot of the guys that they really, really liked on the board were still there. That's why they took the opportunity to move back and they would have been comfortable taking uh, any one of the three. If you recall, they focused on 137 players coming into the draft. And then uh, when they got to their pick, they said they were confident that one of them would be there. As it turns out, I think everybody that they were comfortable with was there. I believe the Jacksonville Jaguars got their choice and they got their man. Was this uh, made a an urgent necessity because of the impending uh, suspension of Cam Robinson, I think it played a factor. I think it definitely played a factor. Balky, Trent Balky didn't deny that it actually played everything. He said everything was at play when you're trying to, to get the talent. But I do believe they absolutely love his talent. One small concern for me is that are they in a position to just be replacing players with cheaper versions, although maybe just as talented or more talented, once he gets developed a little bit and the team gets their hands on him, maybe he's better than Juwan Taylor. Maybe he has more upside. I just didn't think coming into this offseason that they would be using their first-round pick to replace someone who's a really good player that left. I thought that they would be adding to it. If you follow me, if you're one of our everydayers, you know I always talk about and use the analogy of building a house. This feels like they tore some of the frame down to redo the the slab again the foundation so but uh the bottom line is did the jaguars improve tonight as a football team they absolutely did without a question anton harrison can play comes from a big program i really love the fact that they threw the ball a lot and uh he's very very athletic uh, both doug peterson as well as trent balky i think it was doug peterson that said he can play both the right and the left side and even maybe play guard but they are going to start him out uh, with Coach Rousher 
playing the tackle position. And there was a lot that they liked about his tape, about his athleticism. And then, you ready? The word culture came up. And culture is a fine word as long as it comes from the mouth of somebody everybody likes. If you're talking about culture and you can't play, then folks are going to run you out of here and just ask Nick Foles that. But that word was brought up again. He fit the locker room. He fit the culture. And 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 he had a lot of starts. Um, he's adept at, at being able to pass protect, which it falls right in line with what I said. you got to protect Trevor Lawrence. So a position that was a strength coming into the offseason and then got weaker and then got even weaker once there was um, the impending uh, suspension of Cam Robinson. Well, it just got stronger again in the eyes of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he's going to be here. They have a fifth-year option on him, obviously, that they have the option to, to do that. And I don't think you got to worry about him leaving. And that is something that is super, super critical to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Bottom line is they got better. The other bottom line is that there was a rumor going around the press room that the Jaguars were about to take Felix uh, Uzoma. And, and, and guys saw me. That was one of my magnificent seven as well. I was on the Locked On NFL draft special with the draft dudes, and I prematurely said that that's what they were going to take because in the press room, everyone had been right for the last six or seven picks. Everyone had gotten information or had sources, and uh, somebody uh, told it that it was Felix, the kid out of uh, Kansas State, and everybody ran with it, and uh, didn't happen. They took one of the magnificent, magnificent seven, Somebody I did a podcast on just two days ago, he was on the thumbnail, Anton Harrison. I think the Jaguars did something good, especially getting a fourth, fifth, and sixth-round pick to just go back four spots and get their guy. That is what they call it, a bulky masterclass in getting compensation, getting guys in uh, in a draft that, while it doesn't have a whole bunch of superstars, it is deep at certain positions. One of those positions is corner. It's a very deep draft at corner. It's a very deep draft at slot. A lot of the edge rushers did not go. In fact, Nolan Smith just went uh, two picks after the Jaguars. So a big run on wide receivers early, a big run on quarterbacks, and and then you started to see the offensive linemen started to go. And it's almost as if the Jaguars probably, what they ended up probably doing is they probably got and we discussed this. There's a bunch of guys that went ahead of them that they weren't going to pick. They weren't picking a quarterback. They probably weren't picking a running back. So that's five people right there, right? And and then some of these other positions, the wide receivers, I think they were three or four. It's like the Jaguars were probably not taking those positions anyway. So what happened was, and, and it's a good thing, a beautiful thing that happened, is they probably on their own board, got the 17th, 16th or 17th guy that they wanted. So they were very fortunate with the way the board moved early and um, extremely, extremely, they looked extremely happy when they came. Oh, Doug don't never really happy. You know, Doug wants to coach. So they're extremely, extremely happy with what they did. I'll tell you in a second exactly what that means moving forward for the team and how I think some of this stuff shapes out, and I'll do it in just a second. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me in the past talk about Ultimate Football GM and my experiences with Ultimate Football GM. It is outstanding. It is a, 
a super, super game. And for all of the guys that think that they can be a GM and do what Trent Baalke pulled off tonight, well, good luck because it is not as easy as it seems to be. It's never easy when you're the one that has to do it. But Ultimate Football GM allows you to hire the right coaches and coordinators, manage all the finances, including negotiating player salaries and terms, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, injuries, player personnel issues, even investing in training and investing in scouting. You can do all of that with Ultimate Football GM. Locked on, Jaguars listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo code Locked On, all caps, in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps. So make sure you check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com, Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. Gotta let y'all know about Built Man. Y'all know how I feel and how much I love me some built bars and some built puffs. That's right. It is the absolute truth. One reason is because I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight, but I don't want to sacrifice having stuff that tastes good. And then I don't want to eat a protein bar that puts all that chalky stuff all over your fingers and has you around here looking like a big eight-year-old. What Built does, man, is they pack all of this protein in a bar that tastes like a candy bar, but it only has 130 calories, 17 great grams of protein, and only four grams of sugar. Being a diabetic, I have to watch that stuff. I've been telling you to go to Built.com and get them, and you can still do that. But now you can also go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club while you can still get your specialty flavors at Built.com. Go to Walmart, go to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars in a four-bar box. Or if you're like me, you like more bang for your buck, I guess. That's what they call it. Go to Sam's Club. Run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter puff and churro puff. You can thank me later. Make sure that you go to Built Bar and find them at Walmart or Sam's and still check out Built.com for all the great flavors because they'll pop one up on you now. All the great flavors at Built.com. It's Built Bar. Make sure you check that out. All right, man, running through it here on Locked on Jaguars, where it's your team every day. We thank you for making us your first listen. Listen, I just said listen two times in a row. It's late. I'm tired. But I'll never complain about giving you this content because it's your team every day. Without you and the everydayers and even our new listeners, hello, how are you? Make sure you tap, tap in every day, like, leave your comments. Let me know that you're an everydayer. All right, they passed out some literature about Mr. Anton Harris. And three years of body of work at Oklahoma playing at a very high level. 24 starts over that three years. Um, 23 of those starts out of 26 games came in the last two years. Very, very active. He was named to all Big 12 first team by the league's coaches and AP started all 12 regular season game on the offensive line, started season opener versus UTEP at right tackle and the remaining 11 games at left tackle. He opted out of the cheese it bowl versus Florida. Like I said, he played in 34 career games and made 24 starts, 23 at left tackle and one at right tackle in three seasons, six, four, 315, not tall. I think he has long arms, but he's not as tall as 
some of the tackles that you've seen in the past. But remember, Doug Peterson has experience with guys who aren't as tall. Jason Peters was 6'3", 6'3", and some change. So this is really, really good size uh, for a young player. Uh, it's from Washington, D.C., the DMV. I'm sure me and him will have that conversation. He went to Archbishop Carroll High School and ended up in Oklahoma. But a uh, very good player, has um, has a lot of potential, uh, has a really, really good upside. And this is a real nice spot for him. Everybody thought that Darnell Wright might be the guy that was at this spot and that Harrison would go a little earlier. Not the case. Anton Harrison went and fell to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It sounds to me as if he was their guy that they realistically thought that they would get. I'm not going to go as far to say I know he was the number one guy on their board because they shouldn't ever tell us that, and they won't, and I won't assume that. But I do believe when Trent Baalke said that there were three guys, three, that he had the confidence that one of them was going to be there. I think multiple players that he had confidence were going to – I think all three of them were there at 24 and he moved back. And then one of them out of one of them might have got taken. Deontay Banks went and I with the Giants. So I think what ended up happening was he said, All right, we still got a lot of guys we like. And he even mentioned this word risky. A little too risky to move back. We're gonna go ahead, we're gonna snatch him. He said that him and Doug looked at each other, nodded their head, and said, Let's make the pick. There is nothing about this pick that I don't like, other than the fact that how they got here to the point where they needed him anyway. I'm confident enough to think that he might have been the pick had Juwan Taylor not left and had Cam Robinson not gone away because of his ability to play guard and because of his talent and the future that he has that if this team decides to move on from Cam a year from now. Something to remember about Walker Little. And I think I hit on this before. Everyone says that he can replace Cam at left tackle. He can replace Juwan at right tackle. Doug says he can play guard. It sounds like Walker Little is a swing player as opposed to being a starter because he never got on the field when Ben Barch got hurt. He was only put on the field in necessity when Cam Robinson got hurt. Make no mistake about it. I believe from when they break training camp, once this kid gets his feet up under him, I think he'll be the best tackle on the roster. His profile says it. He's super, super athletic. And remember, we are all about protecting number 16 keeping trevor lawrence upright is the priority and i think the jacksonville jaguars went a long ways towards doing that today now the draft isn't over there are a lot of great players we keep talking about juan taylor he was a second round pick they're like tyson campbell second round pick so make sure you stay tuned to our comprehensive draft coverage here on locked on nfl uh all over locked on nfl tomorrow it'll be out there for you uh locked on nfl draft draft dudes locked on nfl scouting they will have it all weekend. Guys will be popping in and out with uh, information and insight. The picks will go faster tomorrow, so it'll be hard-hitting. It'll be really, really quick. Don't be surprised if the Jaguars make a move and either come up or get back into the second or the third round and get three guys instead of the two that they're already scheduled to get right now. You can catch me tomorrow on Locked on Jaguars. I will do the show as soon as I get a little bit of shut-eye and let all of this stuff process. I see the comments. I don't have time to go through them now, but I will read them, and I will touch on some of that tomorrow after we have a chance to, you know, really let this pick soak in. And then I'll also give the um, give the, the, the feeling. I'll check the temperature of the Jaguar fans and let you know exactly how they feel about it. Remember, 
It's not about winning tonight. It's about winning in the future. And you can never, ever go wrong, as I said about another team earlier. GMs and coaches, they love drafting big guys in the trenches. And the Jaguars got a talented big man in the trenches tonight. So, Tony Wiggins, this is Locked on Jaguars. We will make sure you see you tomorrow and make us your first listen. Take care of each other. Have a good evening. Anton Harrison is a Jacksonville Jaguar.